Hey guys, it's Colin Gallagher here with episode one freaking hundred, one zero zero. I cannot, I shouldn't say I cannot. I can believe we've made it. Like this is insane to me, you guys. Like I remember starting out in my walk-in closet in the Avalon West Hollywood. I had two of them. I went into my business one. I had my blue velvet chair. I moved all of my clothes. I had my little microphone. I like zoned it out. It was so serious about the quality being so epic. And I was like, oh. it was called a man's best friend. Originally it was the podcast name because I always felt like I was a man's best friend. And I don't know, it was just talking to someone and that was the name. And then I realized it had to be the Colin Gallagher podcast. Um, And to think that we're here and I've only had two episodes that I've had to delete per request because there was someone that, um, I had a conversation with and they wanted those episodes deleted, but out of a hundred episodes, only two deleted less than 2%, 5%. I mean, it's just amazing to feel the presence of this as well as being a top 1000 podcast. Like you guys, I'm so grateful. I'm so honored wherever you're listening, wherever you're tuning in from, from the depths of my soul, I hope you feel the gratitude that we are here together. Like we did this, you've inspired me. You have motivated me. You have challenged me. You have pushed me to show up every week for a hundred episodes. That is freaking so phenomenal. It blows my mind. And so before we get into today's episode, today's going to be a really, really fun episode. It's going to be really vulnerable. It's going to be something that's really relevant. A lot of you have been asking me about it. And so I'm super pumped. So let's start with the intro, but welcome to the Colin Gallagher podcast. We are a top 1000 global health and wellness podcast with the intention to be a space that you can come and tune in to receive a frequency that will activate, educate, and empower you to begin living a lifestyle you love that supports you financially. If you are a returning podcaster, oh, hey, and if you're brand new, well, hello and welcome. Health and wellness became a passion of mine because I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer at age 14. And after nine long years of suffering, I self-healed my body, mind, and soul. So in these episodes, I bring you my own voice, as well as people I meet along my journey to offer perspective, inspiration, and real life proof that when you choose to follow your dreams, you say yes to what is inside of your heart. You begin to create a lifestyle that is wildly impactful, fulfilling, and abundant beyond your wildest dreams. We cover topics from health and wellness, digital marketing, new age spirituality, global development, and pop culture events as it relates to the great awakening. So get ready, tune in, subscribe, and make sure to leave us a review to let us know how to let us know what you're loving. You can always email us on my website, www.callinggallagher.co to request episode topics and let us know how everything's going. I love you. And thank you for being part of this collective community. I'm so pumped and thrilled the day I get to meet you and give you a big hug. So today we are going to be talking about relationships monogamy, open relationships, dating. I really marriage. I really want to go into this because I've had so many of you reach out to me online about what my dating status is, what is always happening with me, how I have so many of these amazing dating stories that are always happening in my life. Um, and so I really wanted to dive into this because I feel like it's an important conversation that as young men and as young women, and I'm saying young by like twenties, thirties, we don't really know what to do especially if you're someone who wasn't like, okay, I'm going to get married young. You just felt like that wasn't the path for you. And obviously if that was the path for you, no wrong, no, whatever, you know, that's your vibe. But I even know married people that they're trying to figure out like, okay, are we open? Are we monogamous? What's happening here? 
So I want to have an open dialogue about it because I feel like I understand connection and love really, really well. Um, it's something that's really dear to me. Like I, I really believe why I've beaten cancer, why I've like gone so far and why I've devoted my life to something greater is because I believe in the power of love. I believe that love can move us into spaces that, um, we can't do alone. And I believe that relationships are our most powerful accelerators in our journey to evolution and growth. I think relationships show us the shadows we're hiding from relationships, bring up emotions that, um, that we're hiding from that, that we're pretending aren't there. Like, like relationships are the biggest thing. And that's probably why I feel like I I don't want to say I'm a relationship person, but I am. And I want to get into that. And it's probably the reason I am a relationship person is because you can't hide when it's just you by yourself being single in your own land that you can't hide. And when you're in an unconscious relationship, you can still hide, but the relationships I cultivate, you can't hide from. If there's tension, if there's arguments, if there's something that arises, you have to face it. You have to go for it. So, um, anyway, I want to start with, first of all, monogamy. You know, I grew up with two parents who are very in love. They're very monogamous. They've been married for 30 years. There's never been cheating. There's never been an issue. Um, and I don't know in this new world, if monogamy is really the most evolved choice because what we know about human psychology, right. And this is from my psychology background, right. Is that even when you're married, you're still going to have attraction, like sexual attraction, other people are going to have emotional connections with people. Like if you work with someone, you know, there's going to be like an emotional, um, light an emotional feeling. And it doesn't mean that someone's cheating, right? It doesn't mean that that person doesn't love the person that they're married to or they're with it just means that when they're in that environment, right, there's an emotional stimulation. There's a heart connection. And I think we've gotten in such a paradigm from old school that like, that is like cheating or that's like, that shouldn't be allowed or or that means like that our relationships that threat, but that's not true. Like, like I think the truth of monogamy is saying I am choosing to be committed and devoted to you through a period of time for the rest of my life, whatever it is that you've agreed on with this monogamous person, you are the person that I'm committed to. You are the person that I'm going to be truthful to. You are the person that I'm going to, um, be transparent with. You're the person that I, my thoughts return to, Right. However, that doesn't mean that when I'm out partying or that when I'm out traveling or that when I'm at an office that I don't feel maybe a moment of attraction to someone or that I don't have, you know, an emotional or intellectual stimulation with someone else. It doesn't mean that for a short time in my life or in my relationship with you, that there aren't other energies I'm experiencing. Now, those other energies don't take away from you. They don't take away from the monogamous relationship, but we have to be honest that this happens, right? We can't get like, we can't just pretend that we live in a world where, oh my God, I don't look at anyone. There's no arousal. There's no nothing like, right. Because that would mean you're numb. That would mean you're turned off. That would mean like, that's just not true. That would just mean like, you're literally walking through the world like a robot, you know, and connections happen all the time. Connections are birthed all the time. Now, the point where it would become cheating or unethical or like lying is that if you obviously act on emotions or act sexually or act on something where you know that this, this person that you said, I've committed to you, I'm committed to you, I'm committed to whatever 
And you now are going behind their back where you don't feel like you can be transparent to them anymore. You don't feel comfortable saying, you know, I had a very intellectually stimulating conversation today with a woman or a man at work, or I had a really emotional connection. It was this really deep, profound experiences. And you don't feel safe to come back to this person to share this experience, right? Then, you know, you're doing something wrong. Then, you know, you're doing something out of alignment because this person you've said I've devoted and I'm committed to, you should be able to share everything with them and have a safe space. And if you can't have that dialogue of truth of what happens in the human experience, then you're not in a monog. I mean, that you're just not in a healthy relationship because these things happen, right? And anyone who tells me that like, there is science proving this, that even the average married person for like 30 or 40 or 50 years has five or six or 10 crushes. It's like, I think it's like two crushes every two years or something. So like a crush a year or 18 months, most. maybe two crushes every 18 months. Doesn't mean that they don't love the person they're with, but it means they have a crush besides the person that they're with. Doesn't mean they act on it. Doesn't mean that it's money mental to them, but that feeling is there. The emotion is there. We can't deny it. We can't pretend like the sun isn't there. So I think we need to just have a little bit of a more open dialogue around monogamy, because it's not that it's bad if I'm with you and I'm committed to you and I'm experiencing other people. It's only bad if I feel like I'm hiding it from you and I can't communicate it to you. Now, two, this is where I feel like I've kind of, I don't want to say I'm more function as, but I, I, I feel like this is where I'm at in my life. So I want to share it. I'm kind of in an, an open relator way, but it, it it's not like in this way, if you're dating a bunch, I wouldn't say polyamory. Like that is just uh, no judgment. If you're polyamory, it's just not for me. I, I, and I'm, I'm repulsed by it. I, I have like a purging, like my full body doesn't agree with it. There's many people it may work for, and that's your star system. And that's your star cluster go for you. And you can go listen to someone's podcast on that. Cause I can't even talk about it. Cause it feels so demonic. Um, and again, this is not like me judging it. I think everyone has a right to be whoever they want to be. I'm just ex- telling you my personal body experience, right? I'm just telling you how I feel, whether you agree with it or not, but don't, I, I think for so long, I was afraid to say that I was afraid to be like, Oh, polyamory is demonic and it's gross. And Oh my God, purging. Like I, 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 I'm like, I wanted to be open to it. I wanted to think, but ugh, I just can't, like, you can tell, like it literally has a reaction in my body. So I would say I'm an open relator towards monogamy. And I want to share what this means. I think this is really important. This is, I haven't really seen a lot of research, a lot of out there about this. I haven't seen a lot of people talking about this, but I really want to give this space and give this voice because I think it's so important for those of us who are like building our career, who are committed to our goals, who are like rather would be alone than with the wrong person. And I really want to talk on that because I think we think there's something wrong with us, but there's not. And I think this is the new uh, kind of way of how we will be connecting. Um, especially as we go into the new world, especially as we're evolving, especially as I don't know, like 30, 40, 50, 60 years may not be forever. So I would say I'm an open relator towards monogamy. What I mean by that is that I usually always have one person that is like my main person that I'm dating. Like what I mean by that is that we talk daily. We talk multiple times a day. You know, they're my person that I'm like, you know, I, you know, I think about, they're the person my thoughts return to. Um, they're the person that I'm so excited to tell like how my day went. I'm so excited to like surprise them with little things like, right. This is that person. Right. And I'm usually sexual with this person. Right. And I'm not intimate with anyone else. May I make out or may I hold hands for sure, but I'm not actually intimate with anyone else, but this person. Now this may vary for anyone else. I'm just telling you my perspective, right? So whoever this one person is, right? But there's a large part of me where I'm at in my life. I love to date. I love to go on dates. I love to go out by myself. I love to meet guys. I love to hang out with people, right? 
So when I go on quote unquote dates, right. Even though I have this monogamous person that I'm, you know, choosing that I'm intimate with and I'm that like, we're, you know, together, like I would call them my boyfriend. They would call them either girlfriend, you know, or we're dating, like it's known my friend groups know about them, but I'm still on a dating app. And this person, that's my main person. They normally know that I'm on this date. They not normally, they do know I'm on a dating app. They do know that I'm going out to dinner with other people. They do know that I text other people. They're not naive to it. Right. Like they do know this. Um, honest about it, completely honest. Um, when I'm going on a date, like honest about it. And when I'm going on the dates, like if someone's like, what are you looking for? Right. Or like whatever it is, I'm usually very honest about how I am. Right. I say, I usually have one person I'm very monogamous with that I'm looking at. And then I have like, you know, other people I date, you know, this is what I say to this person. And so, um, dates, I never normally go on one or I never go on more than one or two dates, like one-on-one solo dates, unless I know that that person could become like a monogamous person, like someone that's like the main person. Right. So that's very rare. Right. But I like this variety. I like this energy. I like this. I just like this zing. Like I like it. Right. It like, I don't know. There's something about it that is like mysterious. It gets me like just excited. And I learn about people. Like I love learning about people and connecting. Right. And a lot of times you can tell by date one, like, okay, this is going to be a thing or it's not right before date one. Cause we're intuitive beings, you know, like, okay, this is going to be a thing or not. So every first date I have is usually amazing, but I can tell, okay, like this is going to be friends. It's maybe potentially something more long-term or okay. Like happy one on the date. Now it's complete. But the person I'm monogamous with, let's say, or not, I'm say monogamous, but that's my main person. Right. They know this is happening. Right. And I usually date, like I'm a successful person. I usually date successful people, people that I date. We all have very busy schedules. Like, it's not like the people I date are just like twirling their thumbs. Like everyone has very busy schedules that I've ever dated. Like even for us to hang out sometimes it's like, okay, what's your schedule here? What's your schedule here? What's the time frame? What can we move around? So we have an extra hour or two together. Like these are, this is how I am. And this is the people that I, you know, how I date. It's not like these people are just like, you know, you can just do whatever you want when you want. It doesn't work like that. Like it's very, like we have schedules, we have goals, we're planning for things. So the monogamous person is kind of that way. The dating is kind of like the feeling. I don't want to say filling, but it's kind of like filling when someone's not there. Like, okay, what could else I desire? What else could I manifest in a partner? That's not currently in this current situation. Right. Because if it wasn't, if I was with my lifelong person, right. And whatever this, and I'm going to get to this, if I was with a lifelong person, I wouldn't be doing these dates, but obviously I'm at a point in my life where this, even though this is my main person, right. I don't feel like this is the person I'm going to marry. If I felt like this, is the person I was going to marry, I wouldn't be doing all this extra stuff. Right. Because I would be on the way to marrying them but that's not the case. So I'm not going to not date. I'm not going to not be monogamous or main. This person is my main person where they know everything that's going on. Right. Or we're talking all the time that I'm not going to not do this just because I'm not going to marry them. If I feel a resonance in my soul, if I feel like something inside of me is telling me this person and I are meant to go through a soul experience, even if that man is not an enlightened man, he's not on the soul path, but I feel it so deep in my body. So deep in my bones, that this is a person that I'm meant to go on an experience with, even if it ends a heartbreak, even if it ends in whatever, I know without a shadow of a doubt, this is someone I meant to experience something with in this life. If I feel that I fucking go for it. I don't question it. I go for it. I make it happen. That's because I believe in love so deeply, right? That's because I believe in the power of relationships. That's because whatever this person I'm, I'm attracted to, and we're, we're in this dynamic together, even though he might be dating other people, I'm dating other people. We're the, we're the main person. I have emotional security with him. I feel like he has emotional security with me. There's no financial need. There's no like expectation of a long-term thing. It's truly like I'm in the presence of you and you are in the presence of me out of pure desire, knowing that it's not going to be forever, but I desire to experience the beauty of whatever is being offered through us. 
Woo. And when that happens, I always say yes, but I don't stop my dating life. I don't stop my, my continuum onto where I want to go, which is marriage. Right. Which is back to what I said of this monogamy thing, like main monogamy from the very beginning. So I'm sharing this with you guys because I've gotten a lot of questions of people like, oh, you deserve better this guy or this guy, but who, okay. If you're looking online and you look at many of the stories that I share, who are you to share that I deserve better? Every relationship is going to have conflict. Every single relationship is going to have conflict and women or men, you're normally all going to share the bad of the conflict. You're not going to share the good of why you like that person. You're going to be like, oh, this, then this, and this, and this, that's our habit, right? To go to your friends and to bitch about this person. So you want to begin to think, okay, Colleen, it's not about who I don't deserve or whoever you are listening to this. It's not about what you do or don't deserve. It's going, okay, when I'm messaging this person, when I'm texting this person, do I feel a resonance? Do I feel like there's something that I meant to experience? And even if it's not forever, am I okay at going all in being monogamish with this person? They're my main person, but I'm still dating. They're still dating. And I'm going to be okay with it. Now that does mean you could have rules and contract, which I've had before. Like, okay, I like to go to dinner, right? Everyone knows that. Like I like to go to dinner. So usually if I'm dating someone, like I like to have dinner at least once a week, like at least like going out on a date, proper date, like once a week. Um, you know, I like to go out maybe twice a month together. I like to travel together. I definitely do not want to be around him when there's other women. I definitely don't want to be around, um, I don't want him around me when I'm around other guys. Like I'm still very monogamous in that way of like, I don't want to be around it. I know you're doing it. I don't want to be around it. I don't want to hear about it. Now, if the guy's like, Hey, I want you to know whatever then sure. But I, you know, you have to know yourself and know how this is going to work because remember, this is not your forever person. You already know this is not going to end in marriage or children or the whole fairy tale. You're here for an experience for a soul expansion. And that's why you're in this. And that's why you're still okay with dating other people. And it's not about them messing up. And then all of a sudden you just end it and they don't deserve you. It's about, okay, wow. That was a really big challenge, a conflict. Why did that occur? Can I move through this? Or is this relationship now moving on? And there's something else that's going to happen. Now I'm sharing this with you guys. I'm kind of talking fast. I feel like, but it's because I'm so passionate about this. I'm sharing this with you guys because I've dated, I would say now I've probably dated three guys where I've really in my twenties where I, well, sorry. Okay. In my later twenties. So 24, five and before there was two guys I dated that I really, really fell in love with 25 and older. I'd say now there's three guys that I've really, really dated. And I've really fallen in love with falling in love, fallen, falling. And the guys that are in 25 and older, they've all been older men, like by 10, 10 years, 18 years, 20 something years. So like all much older than me. Um, and so I've learned a lot from them. I've gained a lot of access to them. They've given really their hearts and I'm grateful for that. And I've obviously given a lot of value because I'm a more feminine business leader. I'm a more creative. I'm very interesting. You know, there's different things they've learned about me as well that they didn't have access to when they were building their businesses, right? They didn't have access to what I've done. So they're kind of learning and evolving as we're transitioning into this new earth. So what I want to share with you about monogamy open polyamory, you know, whatever it is, I think don't close yourself off to what's possible. You know, I think like I was so like, you can only date one person and it's this. And the more that I've gotten matured into myself, the more that I've realized people just want honesty. So if you're on a date and I've been on a date with guys who are like, whatever in there, you know, I say, yeah, I usually have one person, but I date around whatever. Every guy's been like, I like that. I dig that. I was like, unless it was someone I would marry, then I would obviously change, you know, I would have a little bit of a different paradigm, but where I'm at, I'm in building my business. I'm in networking. Like I genuinely just love, love. I love affection. I love connection. And for me to like give that up at this point in my life, it just, it feels like I would have to give something up. 
And I don't want to feel like that I'm young and have to give something up to be in a relationship. And until that changes, something internally changes with me, or I meet the right man where I feel like I don't have to give something up. I'm, I'm not going to change. So I'm in this kind of open monogamy, but dating type of way. And so I just think love has many forms. I think as woman, right. I would say I'm someone who's, I fall a little bit more on the jealous side, jealous and possessive. I can be right. But that jealousy and possessiveness comes out when I don't feel emotional security. When I feel like some guy could just leave when I don't know what's happening in the relationship, when I feel like he's just like that possessiveness and jealousy comes like when there's, when I don't feel like he's offered me a space to feel like I've got you, you're safe here, whatever it is, then I don't really care. Right. If I have that feeling, if I have that reassurance from someone, then it doesn't, I don't care at all. Like, I'm like, there's guys I've dated, like, you know, well, I know they're dating way more, you know, a lot of people. And I'm like, mm, whatever, it doesn't matter because I know what the relationship is. I can feel it. And I know that I'm not ready for marriage or monogamy or children with that person. So why would I close myself? Like, why would I close my heart to the possibility of what else could be right? And this is taking a lot of practice, right? This is taking practice for me to be like, would I just want to be alone and wait for Mr. Monogamy or don't I want to enjoy myself in the process of while my person comes while I'm aligning and he's aligning to the soul of who we're meant to be in this world. Right. That's so funny. It was like a heart, like an infinity. That was funny. But, um, why would I close myself off to experiences that could be actually allowing me to heighten my, my frequency heighten my ability to hold the space for our union why would I hold myself back so that that way I'm even more prepared and more excited for the true union that I'm calling in. And so, I don't know, that's just how I feel about it. I don't feel there's a right or wrong way. I think we all have our own path and own journey. There's a lot of women who are, you know, married in their young twenties. A lot of people in their, you know, later twenties are in serious relationships. I've just never felt that calling. And I don't want you to feel alone in this life. If you've just never felt that calling to be like, I need to marry someone and da, da, da. like, I just had, that hasn't been me. It hasn't been me. It's not been me. And I don't want you to feel like you're alone. If that hasn't been you, like there's something wrong with you. Cause there's not. And there is another narrative you can play as a young, younger woman, successful woman that still makes you feel powerful and sexy and empowered. And men still love you and are attracted to you. It's all about being honest. It's knowing as a woman, you know, this is honestly what I like, honestly, who I am and just not being afraid to communicate it. And the more you do that, I promise. It's not like these guys are like, Oh, she's, you know, not attractive or I wouldn't date her. It, it actually allows the man to show up to provide for what you need, even if it's new to him, but he might, well, I'm not really done this before, but I want to be new or open to this. And he will, I've never met a man who hasn't been willing to like meet me halfway in this dating scenario I've talked about. Like I've never, right. And I've always been honest and I've always been truthful and it's always worked out for me. Um, now I don't now to say this. So the person, whoever I'm is my main person, right? Well, I might be going on these other dates. Remember, I only go on one or two dates. It's only one or two, unless I see them as moving into somewhere. Right. Very rarely though, would I go on more than two dates, like I might hang out with friends or we might go to like a show or an event, but I wouldn't go on like two solo dates. Right. So even these people, sorry, that I'm going into though, they, I do not tell them all this information about the main person I'm in a relationship with. Well, I say like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm dating someone or I'm dating. Sure. But I don't go into the details that I'm dating a main person, right? That is information private to myself. You I'm on a first date with you. I don't owe you that unless I see something with them. Right. I don't owe them my childhood trauma. I don't owe them what's in my bank account. Like I don't owe that information to them. Right. Unless they 
I see them in this position, right? So I keep this space, whoever this one person is very sacred. They know everything. They're sacred. They know that I'm sacred to them. I know that I feel that I feel that security with them. And then I act my life in this way. So anyway, I just wanted to share that because I think everyone looks on my social media sometimes like, what is she doing? Is she dating? Is she not? Who is she dating? What's going on? Da, 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 da. And it's just, it's sacred. Whoever is my one person at the time, you're never going to, they're never going to be posted anywhere. I can promise you that it's very sacred to me. It's very private to me. Unless it was like really my forever and like really saw about having kids with that person or like getting married, you will not see them anywhere, even though it's my main relationship. It's just not because it's sacred. It's something special. It's something you are in a divine experience with, with that person. The world doesn't need to know about that. The world can know about my little dates here and there or whatever it is. But I just want to give this narrative because it's really supported me and my transition and my empowerment to who I meant to become. And it's made me feel like there's just another option. And I kind of created this dating, I don't know, this dating script, this dating narrative on my own through trial and error, but it's brought me so much happiness and it's brought me so much joy and it's brought in so much relief that I don't need to feel like I need to be married or figure it out or be this girl or be alone so that the, when the right guy comes, he's not going to like me. Like, because I'm, it just all lies and it's all bullshit. Like live your life as a woman, make yourself happy, put yourself first. And know that when you do that, I promise you, even as a man, put yourself first, you know what I'm saying? And the right woman will find, it'll be fine. Like I've dated successful men in many ways. Like I've said, and it's like, okay, we've got to find time here move this or move that. And I will say like, oh, I would never do this. And I have been, I'm like, I would never do that as a powerful woman. And that is true in many ways. I wouldn't do certain things, but when I'm in that sacred place, I do, I do it out of pure desire. Cause it doesn't feel like I'm being forced. It's like, oh, like we're both busy and I see he's trying and it's an effort. And like, and then it makes me more creative to want to try and make him feel extra special or I don't know. I'm, I don't know. So I just hope this provides you another narrative. And I think if you're wanting to go deeper on this relationship, you're wanting to find what is the right way to date for you. How do you date? How do you create these magical fairy tale moments? Um, definitely reach out to me um, and just say, Hey, Colleen, I want to know more about finding love. I want to know more about finding a relationship. I want to know more about how you've curated this dating, uh, you know, consciousness and scenario um, and how you do have all these beautiful relationships. Then just reach out and say, I'm ready for my dream relationship. And I would love to offer you a space on how to find that for yourself because love and relationships will bring us to wholeness. It will return us to love. It will return us to empowerment. It will return us to purity. It will return us to um, being someone we never thought we could truly become. So anyway, I love you. I hope you guys love this for episode 100 and leave a review. Let me know how it is and have the most beautiful moment in time when you receive this happy Monday.